Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, July 14th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Saria Lawrence wants to be a police officer. Lately, it's been harder to convince friends and family that it's a good idea. They'll say, well, the police really don't help or they don't do their job. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney speaks with three black teenagers who are involved in a junior police training program. An attorney for the city of St. Louis is questioning whether a proposal to lease Lambert International Airport belongs on November's ballot. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, City Councilor Julian Bush argues in a letter that the NAACP and Carpenters Union-backed petition should not move forward. The Board of Election Commissioners earlier this month verified the petitioners gathered enough signatures to get their charter amendment on the ballot. But Julian Bush says the city's charter can't be amended in the way it's being proposed. He argues an ordinance submitting the charter amendment needed to be adopted first. But because it's written as a charter amendment, he doesn't see a way it can move forward. His letter also states that if the petition had been written as an ordinance, it would require two public votes, the first to pass the ordinance and the second to pass the charter amendment. Alderwoman Kara Spencer of the 20th Ward sought Bush's opinion on the matter. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. More children and teenagers are being admitted to St. Louis area pediatric hospitals for self-harm during the pandemic. Pediatricians say young people have been under increased stress. Rachel Charney is a pediatric emergency physician at Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital. She says it's critical patients and caregivers watch for warning signs that their child or teenager is at risk of harming themselves. We strongly, strongly want families to watch for the subtle indicators that they're seeing and to get their kids help before things begin to escalate to a point where they need to seek care at our emergency departments or inpatient psychiatric care. Warning signs can include changes in sleeping or eating patterns, lack of interest in activities, and drug or alcohol use. Parents and caregivers can contact the 24-7 Youth Connection Helpline at bhrstl.org for more information. COVID-19 tests recommended by doctors now must be free to Missouri patients. The law is among several signed yesterday by Governor Mike Parson. Other measures will require hospitals to perform rape kits when needed. Currently, some sexual assault survivors must travel hours to get a rape kit. Vaping will be banned in and around public schools beginning August 28th. Another law that takes effect at the end of August will ban edible medical marijuana resembling fruit or other shapes that might appeal to children. Recent public Missouri polling information is showing President Trump leading Vice President Joe Biden by a narrower margin than when he won the Show Me State's electoral votes in 2016. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, that could have a big impact on the Missouri governor's race. Trump won Missouri in 2016 by nearly 19 points, but several polls have shown Trump up over Biden by single-digit margins, including one from St. Louis University and YouGov released on Monday that showed a seven-point lead for the president. That poll also showed Governor Mike Parson leading State Auditor Nicole Galloway by two points. 
St. Louis University political science professor Ken Warren, who helped administer the poll, says the standing of a president looms large in Missouri. When Trump drops from 18.5 percent to 7 percent lead, that's a hell of a drop. The SLU YouGov poll interviewed 900 likely Missouri voters online between June 23rd and July 1st. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. The country has been steeped in a debate this summer over the role of police in black communities. But a group of young people who are part of a junior police academy see the arguments from both sides. St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney spoke with the three black teens from St. Louis about how the training has shaped their view of law enforcement and protests. Saria Lawrence really wants to be a police officer. Her mother, however, is a little less sure about the career choice. My mom, she's pretty nervous. The 17-year-old from Jennings is in two different junior law enforcement training programs. This summer, with the national reckoning over police brutality toward black people, Saria's friends and family have been questioning her choice even more. They'll say, well, the police really don't help or they don't do their job. It has made me second guess, but I still want to because... It's my life. Saria and other kids in the Jennings High School Law Enforcement Careers Program know there are good people on the police force. They say the ones who run their training are good people who are involved in the school. 17-year-old Carl Moore Jr. got to know some of the Jennings School Resource Officers because they came to his basketball games. He was drawn to the program for the physical training aspects, but now he better understands the training cadets go through. Knowing what goes on behind the scenes and what officers are really taught or uh, but And before they come out and to be a real officer in the academy, so that's kind of cool to see all the different gadgets and things they use and different tests they got to go through. He's disappointed he didn't get to try the obstacle course before the pandemic canceled the program in the spring. But through the program, the students learned police officers should know better than to use dangerous restraints on suspects. The teens say officers should not be so quick to pull weapons on citizens who aren't threatening. Maybe some should be retrained, they say. The teens say that while they're close with their school resource officers, overall, the trust is missing outside of school. Jeremiah Williams, also a 17-year-old from Jennings, got into the law enforcement program for the leadership training. He says there should be more honest conversations between law enforcement officers and neighbors. Just talk about the things that the police do that upset us, and the police can talk about things that we do that upset them. And, you know... It, it probably will be lots of disagreements, and I think that's, that's what it has to take, you know, for us to trust the police and for the police to trust us. Because until that happens, Jeremiah says there will be officers who see him only as a stereotypical young black man. We do have deep down inside of us that fear of, you know, if this police is, like, you know, bad or not, if, you know, they're, they're willing to, you know, take our lives and stuff like that, you know, there's been so many times where we've seen the videos where people were, people were co- cooperating and they just, you know, decide to beat people. They decide to kill people. The videos are hard for Saria to watch, and that's why she says there needs to be more compassionate officers on the streets. That's the kind of officer she wants to be. I want to be the police officer that everybody could call on. Like, if somebody is in, having a problem... When they call dispatch, they could say, oh, I want Miss Lawrence there. No other cop, you know. 
Jeremiah and Carl aren't sure if being a police officer is the career for them, but Saria says it's how she wants to make a difference. If we want change in the world, why don't we become the change? Why don't we go in the police force and show them how they're supposed to treat us? And that's the same answer she'll give when someone questions why she wants to join the police force. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Maria Altman edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.